runners fall. Like, I, when I go back in a running season, I'll probably fall twice this season, especially if you're a trail runner. That makes sense. So yeah, do you, you wear anything? You just fall. It's just a thing. It's like it's like if you play basketball, you're going to get hit and you're going to fall. If you play soccer, you're going to, like, running is 99% safe, except you fucking fall. You get tired. Like, get I was... Give me a what? A helmet? I didn't fall on my head. That's not where runners fall. When you fall, do you fall your head first? The fuck kind of person are you? How do you... Top heavy. Welcome to another episode of Dive In Justice, the podcast that explores building ideal communities with our less than ideal selves. I am Delma Jackson. And I'm Shandine Garcia. And today, we're going to talk about what it is to choose systems over ourselves, to talk about where our integrity is at odds, um, particularly in the context of our privilege and ways in which we've navigated these PWIs, these these systems, um, and what what have we lost along the way? What have we gained along the way? Where have we compromised? What does it ask of us? And what does that mean about how we show up in these spaces? You won't want to miss this episode. We're going to dive in. Welcome back. It's good to be here with you, Shandine. Um, So excited about today's conversation, but before we dive into it, I wanted to check in with you and just kind of see what's on your mind, how you're doing. Yeah, um, it has been a while since we recorded last or really checked in. As you know, I navigated a move across the country, which is going great. Um, Boys are doing well. I'm loving being home. I'm jogging again out in the sun, and, you know, as it goes, I fell. That was awesome. But I lived. Mm-hmm. I, I shook it off. <laughs> I was like, I made this uh, commitment to myself that you're going to run for 30 minutes no matter what, five times a week. You're going to do it. 30 minutes. You're fine. You can just do it. You can just do it. Um, and falling is a part of running, which is, if, you, if you're not a runner, you probably might not know that intuitively. But it's also very humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like playing soccer or basketball when someone hits you and you fall and it makes sense. It's just you. You just it's fucking just fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but this time, usually I just lay there and cry. Um, but this time, because I'd made this big commitment to myself to um, get in the 30 minutes, I'm like, nope, meter's still going. Meter's still going. Stand up. Get up. Get up. And get up and move your arm and your leg, which are, which hurt. Um, but if it doesn't feel like a muscle strain... And just keep fucking running. If it just feels like scrapes and blood or mm-hmm. whatever, you're fine. And so I did. And I was I was proud of myself. Um, and it was cool to be able to text the boys and say, so, I fucking fell. And for both of them to be like, been there. Like, 
<laughs> like they just told like I was waiting for them to make fun of me. I was waiting for mm-hmm. them to be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. mom, like what are you a fucking moron?" No, they're like, "Oh yeah," and like leading in with their own stories of when they fucking fall when they run. So that was nice. Mm. Um, and they're coming back soon. They're coming home because we've got. Um, well, one, I'm going out there to see my kid graduate, but boom, both, yeah, right. Fucking amazing. Congrats on that. Hell yeah. It's a huge thing, and I haven't let it sink in yet, Um, so Mm -hmm. thank you. I think the Mm -hmm. more people say things like, congrats, it's starting to slowly sink in that, like, holy fuck, we did a thing. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. Um, But we're having, so I'm going out there for his graduation, and then everybody's coming home for branding weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. Branding weekend. Say more about that. Yeah, well, I'll tell you in the context of I was on a call with a team with this organization that I that I work with. Um, and we were our check in was around like, what do you do on a vacation? So what's your next major holiday thing that you're going to do, whatever. And people were like, oh, I'm going to go um, to the beach or I'm going to, you know, they all did their plans and got to me in. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's branding weekend. So my family's coming out and they were saying, oh, well, what are you what are you branding? Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, what do you mean, what am I branding? They're like, like, what company? Like, what are you doing? Like, how come your family's helping you with that? Doesn't it, like, a work thing? <laughs> I was like, no, no, I'm not creating a new logo for Dutch Brothers. Right, right, um, right. We're branding cattle. Mm-hmm. And they looked at me like I was the fucking devil. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was talking about branding their pet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. And the, They're and so newborn fucking, and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I just fucking backpedaled. I was like, uh, uh, um, I didn't backpedal. I was like, um, yeah, well, my family has cattle and calves are born mm-hmm. in the spring. And then you have to brand them so that you don't lose them. And, and then I was mm-hmm. just like, anyway, let's move on. So who's facilitating <laughs> the agenda? Let's move on. But I felt fucking stupid. And like, um demonized like mm-hmm. my fucking family isn't like the re- the source of the ills of the fucking world like yeah. God, fucking hell right and, so let and me it, ask you this oh no finish your thought what's up what no i'm like and maybe i'm defensive about it that no like grow cattle we eat the cattle we like what like mm-hmm. it's, we're not part of a multi-million dollar industry that's destroying the earth like mm-hmm. is there something a little bit wrong with it sure i'm sure but there are the mm-hmm. fucking ills out there, and you're going to look at me like I'm the fucking devil? And so then I just, you know, was like, anyway, so let's get to the agenda. Apparently now I've gone down seven notches in your esteem of me, <laughs> and I shouldn't have fucking said I'm going to go hurt a baby cow. <laughs> oh, man. So let me ask you this. <clears throat> Is it possible? I just want to play devil's advocate for a second. Is it possible that... How do I say this? What indication was it was were you receiving, right? That they like were they glaring? Were, yes, like, they what? were aghast. <laughs> they were aghast. And you know me, like I always have my screen on and I'm always leaning in and tracking people's yeah, faces, yeah, yeah. right? Like yeah. that's just what you're trained to do on Zoom, right? No, they were just like I mean, one person almost did a full double take, like, was doing something else. You know, you could see that her face was looking somewhere else and was like, wait, what? 
and not like, wait, what? Cool. Or, okay, uh-huh. I didn't, oh, I didn't know that, oh, I guess, you know, that's uh-huh. a thing. No, they were fucking aghast. And it wasn't until later when I was, def- like, really defensive about it at the time, I was like, all right, fine. Yeah, I'm a shitty person. We hurt animals. Like, the fuck do you, like, I don't wake up mm-hmm. in the morning thinking, hey, family, how can we be cruel to animals? But then I started yeah, getting yeah, fucking yeah. defensive. Uh huh. Like you're like you're mad at that, but you're not mad at the fact that my people are murdered and raped at rates like yeah yeah yeah. The fucking nah, roof. I'm just I'm trying to, and I want to ask so that I have more permission to like go in on these motherfuckers. <laughs> right, <laughs> that, you're like that, I want to know the details of how because it's right, gonna match how mad I right, am at right, what they right, said. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, I'm curious. Okay, next question about this. Were they all white? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do they know where you're from? Do they know you're from yes, New Mexico? Yes, everybody knows I'm from New Mexico. Everybody okay. knows. I open every single thing with that. I'm not just about it. My whole company also knows that I moved to New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, no, there's... there's. It's, it's not like I'm, I said I'm moving to the middle of Minneapolis and I'm mm-hmm. trying to find baby animals to fuck around with. <laughs> I'm going to the dog pile with this brand new guy. I'm going to the dog pound with the branding iron. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck. All right, all right. All right, hold on. So, <clears throat> I am pretty sure that it f- tracks with the pattern that I think so many of us so often see, wherein, speaking stereotypically, white America has this weird relationship with animals. Where yeah, they love their animals more than they love us human beings right yes and yes are visibly shaking not just that though i think about a call that you and i were on yesterday and i think about the list of horrific things Mm. i was Mm -hmm. laying out in terms Mm -hmm. of the history Mm -hmm. of black folks in this country Mm -hmm. and you ask folks for feedback and it's like just kind of blank. Yep. Right? But if I had given them a similar presentation on puppies and kittens, it'd have been all kinds of tissue. No shit. It'd have been all kinds of snot flowing. You know what? We should do it. That'd be fucking amazing. We should like do a whole thing on animal cruelty mm-hmm. and see their responses. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, do the one that you did. For our listeners, um, if you haven't ever seen Delma present his stuff around the trajectory, quite frankly, of the myth of white supremacy, um, it's 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 all the shit that school should have told you about the history of um, what are the, the hypocrisy of mm. the United States in the context of black people, quite mm-hmm. frankly. And mm-hmm. it's so for listeners, it's hard to it's hard to sit. It's hard for me to sit through. But we were on a call and we did this. And the our, you know, group of people in the Zoom room were just silent. Mm-hmm. 
It's mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, no, Not we need word. to do one with with like, we, you know what, like Maybelline or L'Oreal and how they fucking experiment on fucking rabbits and shit, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. right? Like they or mm-hmm. the, or um, Gillette, I think shaves. Um, fucking rabbits to see how many cuts they'll get to like perfect their razors and shit like let's do that yeah much stronger more visceral response Seriously. from our Seriously. audience like the people on that weren't nearly as aghast at the horrible shit sometimes my company did you know what i mean mm-hmm. but they are to mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. me and i'm not even gonna be hold- like now i'm really defensive i'm not gonna be holding the fucking branding <laughs> iron i'll be out there kicking it with my brothers and my uncle you know mm-hmm. what i mean like and my mm-hmm. kids like mm-hmm. i'm probably in charge yeah. of cooking cleaning yeah. and caring shit like yeah no nah, i mean and you know what and and so to be honest with you should the day come where you ever find yourself in a similar situation i really want to encourage you to like hit the pause button do not let them move on do not encourage them to move on. <laughs> I want you to dig into that a little bit. And I want you to start by telling them that you are personally the one holding the cattle in a headlock <laughs> with one arm while branding it with the other. And sometimes it goes wrong because they're moving to try to get out of that headlock. And so you have to do it like several times. <laughs> <laughs> Just all the way. Go all in. Just all the way oh, in. and the smell of the... Of yeah, the, you yeah. Know, the Make it visceral. The, yeah, yeah, Make it yeah. visceral for them. Yeah. You know, how the cow then walks off and just stares in a corner right, somewhere for like hours stunned. at a time. Yeah. I can't believe yeah, what happened. For real. To the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I started journaling and shit. Like, yeah. the whole nine yards. Because they need to see themselves. Well, then I'll Seriously. put up a fucking visual of, like women being sterilized without fucking anesthesia be like are Mm -hmm. you just as upset Mm -hmm. then shut Mm -hmm. the fuck up then shut the fuck up then shut the fuck up and i don't even need to go that visceral like like we don't circumcise like we don't body pierce like we don't tattoo ourselves Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. come on yeah i was just yeah when you initially told me that was the first thought i had was like yeah my circumcision hurt too i don't see nobody shedding a motherfucking tear over it you know what's going to happen, though? I'm going to have 92% of our listeners of this pod be like, you fucking terrible Monster. cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to have my brothers and my uncle listen to this episode, and they're going to be like, you don't even fucking like to go for that. Like, right, like, right, like, right. You, you can't win like, either like, way. Can't. You can't win either way. I just way. am going to go out and join my family for the weekend and be helpful. And no, I'm going to... Get my ass kicked by my listeners. I'm going to get my ass kicked by my family. I already got my ass kicked by my team. And all the question was is like, what were you doing that? What are you going to do that weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. I like screaming verbal abuse at the calf while someone else is (laughs) (laughs) breaking. You stupid animal. (laughs) Right. You doughy eyed son of a bitch. Um, You wish your mama was here, don't you? Singe. It was an interesting, it was an interesting check-in. And it was also interesting for me. I'm like, why am I defensive? Like, it, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, it, it does hurt it. It does hurt an animal. Like, I, then, I, then I, you know, I guess like the fuck out of myself. Right? <laughs> like, the cows do feel pain. Maybe there's another way we could, like, I go mm-hmm. down this fucking rabbit mm-hmm. hole of, mm-hmm. you know, ridiculousness. But mm-hmm. whatever. Like, anyway. That's- and, and that's the thing, right? Like, if you are aware of some new tagging technology. Right. <laughs> Right, pay for it be, right pay for it and then send it to us and we'll happily swap out 
Sure. Ain't nobody attached to this shit. But this is what we got to do. Yes. Kiss my whole ass. Oh, my God. (laughs) Not only am I going to, you know, give them the um, your phone number. I'm going to like, you can call him. Also, be ready. He's going to open with kiss my whole ass. Kiss my whole ass. (laughs) My whole ass. For real. For real. Don't miss a mark. Don't miss a mark. (laughs) Don't just do one (laughs) I want it well. I want it well moisturized. (laughs) Oh, my ass. I want to feel shea butter ready by the time you finish up back there. All right? You got me fucked up. <laughs> Jesus. Well, so when that was my week. week. <laughs> you that that was in? your week. That was my week. You don't want to check in a little week. bit on your week? Yeah, you are about to say when no, we No, I got back. nothing. That was my check-in. I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm all fired up. I'm ready to rock and roll. Nah, I want to call. I want you to give me names and phone numbers. I'm ready to call the motherfuckers up. Because these are the same motherfuckers that are also like during Black History Month be like, I love the Black Panther Party. Shut the fuck yes. up. Shut up. Yes. Shut lying ass up. Jesus. Same people. Why you do this to me? Why you, my blood pressure all high and shit? <laughs> when we come back, we will Maybe talk we about. Go running. Maybe you should go running. Just don't fall. No, I'm going to fall. <laughs> I'm going to fall. I don't want to do it. Mm-mm. All right. When we come back, we will look at the privilege of integrity. This is going to be real interesting. Stick with us. We're going to hit you with a couple messages, reminders, and then we'll be right back. Thank you for giving Diving Justice a listen. We recognize that your time is the most valuable currency you have. If you're digging the pod, there are a couple of things you could do to show your support. First, head over to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review. It just takes a few seconds of your time. And every review helps us grow our listenership and broadens the conversations we can have together. The second thing you can do and should do is consider supporting the podcast by visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com slash dive underscore in underscore justice. Welcome back. We're pretty excited to talk to you today about the privilege of integrity, if you will. Um, we I had opened earlier with talking about choosing systems over ourselves and we want to talk a little bit about where we are compromised along the way and where maybe, again, as our less than ideal selves, where we're not embarrassed about that compromise. Mm-hmm. But the but the gaslighting and social pressure makes us feel like we should. Mm-hmm. Um, or makes me feel mm-hmm. like I should. Let me be clear. I don't want to speak for Delma. But but <laughs> he's like, fuck that. I'm like, oh, I don't I'm care. Like, compromise is my motherfucking choice. I don't care what they say. Let me be clear. I care about what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to not care about what they say. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I um so what what brought this up for me um in the first place and it made me want to explore this with you was thinking about the times in my life where um I've been in systems or in institutions and I felt empowered to just step 
or empowered to at least really push aggressively for shifting or changing in some way. And then there are times where I've been in plenty of institutions where, for one reason or another, I did not feel like I could push. I did not feel empowered to say anything. Um, And it got me thinking about whether or not integrity relies to some degree, at least for me, on having a certain amount of privilege. So I want an example of that. But before you go to the example, in the beginning, you opened with um, there are times when I've felt empowered to you know react to something. Mm-hmm. Do you mean empowered as in supported by like people in the PWI or you mean empowered as in like you knew you 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 were covered, you got them. So no matter what you did, you you they had to change like you had something on them, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. Like they showed their dirty laundry or mm-hmm. empowered because you had your family behind you. Like, what was the thing that allowed you to actually? It's been different things at different times. But in the context of this conversation, right, I was thinking about feeling empowered in terms of resourced. Got it. I, I could take a risk because worst case scenario, I knew I wouldn't face homelessness. I wouldn't face sure. starvation. I wouldn't face, sure. right? You had a family. You had a degree. You Like, even if you lost your job, you had enough to be able to be covered no mm-hmm. matter what. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Okay. Exactly. That makes sense. Then now give me an example of what you were referring to just a minute ago. Which piece? The very last piece when you were saying... Um, When there may be misalignment between choices and integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard someone on the job, for instance, say something that did not feel right or they exercised their privilege in a way that Made me feel like I wanted to name it, call it out, speak to it, deal with it. And I chose instead to be quiet. Um, I chose, I, I told myself I need to be picking my battles, right? Um, because... My fear was that I would run the risk of, even if I didn't necessarily, quote unquote, lose my job in this moment, am I building toward getting a reputation for someone as someone who is always causing trouble, always talking shit, always throwing a a wrench in in the pipe, right? If I get that reputation, how does that impact my long-term chances of continuing to be resourced by this particular job? Mm. Right. So let me pick my battles very carefully. Let me not call out every single thing. Um, Because I don't want to be the troublemaker, the shit starter, the negative Nancy, whatever term you want to, you know, throw in there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm wondering if that is something you've been thinking about your entire career, like you're since you were a kid. Since you were five, you've been in PWIs your entire life. You've been surrounded mm-hmm. by this sort of 
this privilege integrity uh, dance, if you will? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or is it particular? Is it like, what's the thing that, that, all right, that's that's breaking my back. Like I, I don't give a fuck. I'll I'll be poor the mm-hmm. rest of my life. I'm gonna fight this <laughs> thing. Versus, mm-hmm. uh, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been in PWI, PWIs all my life, predominantly white institutions, all my life. And the first half of my life was fraught with a sort of racial identity development crisis because I was absorbing white supremacy and had no tools, no language, no nothing to provide myself with any sort of context. Hang on. I want to, I want our, I want our listeners to understand when Delma, like, and maybe you can clarify when you say absorb, Mm -hmm. I feel like that is almost too light a word. Like mm. marinated and forced upon you, mm-hmm. like indoctrinated mm-hmm. to beat into you. Like, ha- like mm-hmm. there's a difference mm-hmm. between oh, I watched, a ch- I, I, I hung out with the family, and I was sort of absorbed into their culture a little bit. Versus, mm-hmm. you were soaked in it at these institutions, mm-hmm. right? Drowned in it. Yes, thank <laughs> you. That's where. I, that that's where exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I didn't want them to think for a second that you were like lightly talking about that. No, 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 no. I appreciate that. No, um, there is. It's a waterboarding. Um, You know, something isn't right, but you can't seem to stop the constant flow of messaging, um, subtle and not so subtle, um, that is telling you at every way possible that you are less than. Right. Mm -hmm. And Mm so I really struggle with a lot of self-hatred um in a in a cultural sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right and um wondered all the time what the fuck is wrong with black folks why are we like the way we are right mm-hmm. um and why can't we do better why can't we have more why can't we be more under that is why can't we be white Mm -hmm. And so when you spend the first half of your life grappling with those sorts of questions, then, again, access, privilege, right? I do get to go off to undergrad. And then all of a sudden, like so many things psychologically, there's an overcorrection. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So I went from what the fuck is wrong with us to what the fuck is wrong with y'all. Yes. And I was pissed. Right. And so I get access to academia. I get access to a degree. I get access to things that not only give me kind of that long term you know, I get a better chance at landing a job and all the things they statistically tell you about having a, a degree. Not only that, but as I'm getting toward that degree, I'm also getting deprogrammed and reprogrammed through African-American studies mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. in a way that makes me feel like I will never be who I used to be again. I'm going to be super black. <laughs> I'm be black panther black. Like Wakanda lives in me. <laughs> black. Black. Right? So now there's this chip on my shoulder 
that I take into the world and in my 20s, and we talked about this on the last episode. So in my 20s, I'm zealous as fuck. There's mm-hmm. no flexibility. It's mm-hmm. only rigidity. Mm-hmm. This is right. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. If you ain't approaching freedom the way I am, you ain't doing shit out here. And you're a horrible human for it. It's not like, no, you're yeah. a good human. You made a wrong choice. No, your choice is equated to you, like your character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're yes. an Uncle Tom. Period. Yes. yes. Period. As I've matured, I've calmed down a little bit, right? But somewhere inside of me is still that voice that if I don't speak up at every meeting, if I don't call out every little thing, then there's still that 20-something in me that's like, you know, you're selling all right. But then yep, the 40-something in me, yourself. yeah, you compromising, right? But the 40-something in me is like, hey, I just bought a new car. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I got to make that fucking car payment. And I love my car. It's got It's got... Leather interior and the seats, <laughs> heat and cool. Well, you live in Flint. That has to be a given, right? Minimum. The fuck, yeah. I look like a pauper, right? So, <laughs> I'm gonna take right? a bus, <laughs> right? Like who the? So there is a bougie, yes, right. That that same that same degree that put me up on helping heal has also gave me more access to finance. Then I went and got a master's degree, which mm-hmm. gives me more access. Then I get a job that pays six figures. Now I'm really now we're talking. So now I got access. And at each step of the way, I keep asking myself, am I compromising? And if so, what's informing my decisions? Let me ask you a tough question. Are you actually asking yourself, are you compromising? Or are you actually admitting that you are compromising and asking yourself, why are you compromising? So it's, it's when I'm compromising, I'm clear usually that that's what I'm doing. But then there are also times where it feels more complex than that. Hmm. Am I compromising or am I playing the long game? Am I being strategic? And I don't always know that I could pull those two things apart. Because, the tw- again, the 20-something has one answer for everything. Cuss yes, that motherfucker out. Sure. That's the only re- appropriate well, response Well, the 20-something doesn't have the fucking debt, debt that the 40-something has. Right. right. Or the children that the 40-something has. Or the children. Has. Exactly. Exactly. You're not responsible for anyone else. <clears throat> But if I tell myself, no, I'm not going to cuss them out, that's not going to get me where I want to go, but this is what I'm going to do instead, and I come up with some 12-point plan, right, is that okay? Am I doing that because I know it's safer to do that? Or is that actually maybe what's actually going to get me where I want to go in the sense of moving whatever is wrong in the direction that I think it should be moving toward. Because cussing yeah. them out has never made people be like, you know, you're right. <laughs> Let me change All right, I'm going to change. Since you said it like that, well, since you right. call me a motherfucking piece of shit, well, then I absolutely am going to take on your ideas. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What I, what I struggle with in this context is, um, honestly, the higher education piece of it. Hmm. School was never kind to me. Mm. And uh, Delma knows this for my listeners who don't. 
it's actually a travesty because I am such a fucking obnoxious nerd. True. Um, and so it's devastating that a, a, a learning institution, a teaching institution, like, is so fucking horrible to me. Um, mm-hmm. And the hypocrisy is, what do you think I fucking sent the boys? <laughs> mm-hmm. The hypocrisy is, what do you think I tell people is a pathway out? The hypocrisy, right? And so what I'm doing, and, and so what I do a lot of with, with youth or even with my own children is help them learn how to serve. Sorry. What I do a lot with them. Did you hear that noise? I don't think you'd be mm-hmm. able to block it out. Oh, it said we only have 10 minutes left. Um, the hypocrisy is that I tell and and mentor and nurture people how to survive this. Keep your mouth directly in front of the mic because when you turn to the side, it changes your... Oh, got it. Okay. It's hard because like I... I look up to think. <laughs> Apparently, I can't think while looking at the screen. Um, what does that say? I just think I, I was, I'm reading this book called "Stay True," and it's fucking phenomenal by this um, Asian American author. And he talks about you know he he goes into all the hypocrisy of Berkeley and all the crazy things with it, but he talks about how he then chooses to go mentor youth. Um, and he's like, why the fuck would I want to send them? I mean, he didn't say it like this, but there was a beautiful paragraph. I'm like, why the fuck would I want to send them to Berkeley when Berkeley, like, mm-hmm. is just going to turn us into the same cookie cutter assimilationist, you know, like that's mm-hmm. the goal of these institutions is to assimilate the fuck out of you, is to waterboard you with whiteness. Even if they have their fucking ethnic studies programs, even if they have that, right? Like, that is the charge. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I don't regret that I have a bachelor's, a master's, and a PhD. Mm-hmm. I do regret the locations that I, where I got the degree. Um, mm-hmm. and, but I also don't know if there are any other locations that would, that could serve me any better anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when you're, when you're faced with no fucking choice, is it get your pilth, hem, pilth pith helmet and flak jacket and mm. let me cover you with everything you've got and go ahead and go into this institution. And I swear to God, I'm going to help you when you come out because you will not be whole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's what you got in order to have the privilege. Because this whole conversation is a fucking privilege. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right? I'm sitting in a multi-million dollar home that I can afford to rent temporarily until my home in Portland sells so I can buy another home here. Like, mm-hmm. and I've got a PhD and I've got a son that's about to have a bachelor's and another son who has the privilege to take a year off from fucking college. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and can I honestly answer the question that I was sort of rephrasing for you earlier, which is, do I feel shitty about the compromise or do I just need to interrogate the compromise? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think interrogating the compromise is always going to be your best bet. And I can't speak for you or anyone else, but I know for me, 
I'm not always doing my best bet self. Like, I'm not always going to be at my best. And sometimes, there. so there's a grace, I think, we can give ourselves in saying, here are the choices I'm making. Here's why I'm making these choices. And it's okay, right? I don't ever want to give up on questioning, reevaluating, readdressing, reexamining. And can I do that in a way that does not um, make me feel like I'm beating myself up for the sake of what is probably someone else's version of authenticity? Mm, Okay, that's I think that's it. So what you just said about someone else's version of authenticity, I think, is the thing that uh, I that I allow to gaslight me. Mm-hmm. I think that's true for most of us. You know? I feel yeah. just fine what is about authentic? my... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But what is authentic? Is authentic that I live in a hovel and drive, you know, a Pontiac from 1912 and <laughs> um, have, like, you know, what, or live like I lived, you know, in, in high school and college with one pair of mm-hmm. fucking pants... And mm-hmm. you know a shirt I bought a fucking goodwill like mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that the choice is that the answer like mm-hmm. and I'm not saying the mm-hmm. answer is the whole other side. I don't need to be a selfish fucking billionaire, which obviously will never happen because I'm in so much fucking debt that could never be a thing um <laughs> but it's like where where is too far yeah, on the swing, yeah, yeah. I think I was just going to say, too, like, I can usually feel good about the decisions I've made, the things I'm doing until I find myself in predominantly uber black spaces. Yes. Where everyone is one upping one another on how down they are. Yes. And what's funny to me is that. And statistically, they tell you this all the time, right? Like, as you move between economic Mm -hmm. um, or tax brackets, brackets. if you will, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. As you move around in tax brackets, so too does your social circle, right? Yep. Um, And so I'm often finding myself in spaces where I'm probably one of the only people doing the sort of work that I do, right? Mm -hmm. And if I'm being honest, there's always a part of me that uses that to f- to allow me to feel blacker than the people around me. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. I found this weird niche wherein I can make a decent living, get decent benefits, and still do work that feels authentic to like who I want to be right and I can say that yeah I get paid to talk about white supremacy by white people though yep right (laughs) so so I get to be in these these black spaces and like kind of pat myself on the back um but then if I go over into like an uber black space where people are living like John the Baptist in this motherfucker, then all of a sudden I find myself questioning my choices. 
Yep. Because I don't feel as black as they seem to be. Or as, uh, well, for me, it's or as like super fucking dedicated and, and like what they're doing. There's a mentor. Yeah. And I'm not going to I'm not going to say her name because I fucking love her. But I look at her life and how simply she's living and how the work that she mm-hmm. does. And and I'm and, you know, and she's a, 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 an indigenous woman. And I'm just like, you selfish piece of shit, John Dean. <laughs> Work harder. Uh-huh. You can be like that. Don't uh-huh. buy another pair of shoes just because you like them. Like yeah. now you're gonna yeah. you gotta go out and pay fucking eighty bucks to dye the gray out of your hair, or you, like this woman who has gray hair and she's doing uh-huh. fucking amazing work and living yeah. simply. And who the fuck yeah. are you? Yeah. You're now let me ask you this. Your... Oh shit, I'm scared. Let me ask you this. You ever stay over at her place? No. Hmm. Would you like to? No, I think I feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think she has a car. Right. So my question is, is that the, is she living the life you want? No. No. She's just doing the work you want to be doing. And living living her values 100%. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a different set of values? Are part of your values, I want the shoes I got. No, I want the shoes I got are like is are is incongruent with my values, but I still want them and so I still get them. I like my shoes. Then and I'm 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 not picking on you because I make similar decisions for myself all oh, the no, time. So this is this is for both of us, I think. I've come to the conclusion, and you don't have to share my conclusion, but I've come to the conclusion <laughs> that I value those shoes. I value the car. I value living comfortably. That is a value of mine, and the proof is in how is I choose car, to spend your my house money. And your, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, I probably do value it, and I think I shouldn't. I I spent a lot of my life making excuses, and some of them are real excuses, and some of them are complex excuses. And so let me give you an example. Um, I don't know. I I don't have enough fingers and toes to count the amount of times people have said, um, have questioned how short I am, have questioned (laughs) how young I am, Mm-hmm. Have questioned how um, unprofessional I look, mm. and so I had to learn how to wear heels. I had to learn how to color my hair. I had to learn how to like do my makeup. I had to learn how to do like, and it's not like I know how to still fucking do it well, but and I had to learn how to do my like nail all the things, mm-hmm. um, in order to be seen as professional in a lot of the settings where I was. It was like we had you and I had talked about this the other day. The higher up you go in the field of education, the whiter and the more male it becomes. Mm-hmm. And it is hard to be a woman in those spaces when you're not white. When you, mm-hmm. at the time I was young, I'm not young ish now, but you know, when you're young, when you're trying to prove yourself, when you're short, when you like all these fucking things that I didn't have. And so, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I ended up valuing it. Well, no, I do. I think I valued it partially for that because it does it did help me which mm-hmm. sounds terrible mm-hmm. um, but it's mm-hmm. the fucking truth 
It's a fucking mm-hmm. truth. I could wear nice clothes and not comb my hair and not wear makeup and not have heels and not have my nails fucking done and be treated a hundred percent fucking different in the same mm-hmm. meeting. If I am quaffed in a suit and heels and it is bullshit, but younger, mm-hmm. when I was younger, I allowed myself to be waterboarded mm-hmm. into that, mm-hmm. um, to be, to be beat into submission into that. And over time, I liked shoes. I liked mm-hmm. <laughs> like some of the like that I did. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. like having to do it for that reason. <clears throat> yeah. But it was a little, and this is, again, another embarrassing thing to say. Why shouldn't I get those things, too? Why shouldn't I have Mm -hmm. access to those things, too? I never fucking Mm -hmm. had them as a kid. And Mm -hmm. is it excessive? Sure. Yes. I think one of my sisters would say, it's way fucking excessive, Shandine. And it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You don't Mm -hmm. need that. Mm -hmm. And I am, I am embarrassed. Not embarrassed enough to stop. (laughs) (laughs) But if we're supposed to be talking out loud about our less than ideal selves, then this is Mm -hmm. the space that I get to say, it's embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And I'm still doing it. And I don't think it makes me a shittier social justice consultant. Dive In Justice is a co-production of the Center for Whole Communities and Shoreline Consulting. The Center for Whole Communities exists to build capacity at the individual, organizational, and community level to deepen awareness, embrace differences, and value relationships, thus making change possible. Shoreline Consulting co-constructs solutions and strategies that align with your goals and leverages the voices, perspectives, and wisdom of those who stand to benefit. For more information on Center for Whole Communities, find us at wholecommunities.org. For more information on Shoreline Consulting, visit us at thinkshorelines.com. Dive in Justice theme song created by Nasir Thomas Jackson. Original music throughout today's episode created by Dana and Alden. Check out their debut album, Brothers on Spotify. Jenny Cotting helps us out with marketing and promotions. Thank you all so much. Without your effort, this show would not be possible.